And what is going on, everybody? Nope, there's no music this time. There is no intro. We're doing it old school WWF style. This is the Guest Net Podcast, Darnell Sato, Antoine, SMWTH. You all right over there? Oh, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm real good, man. Just chilling on this Saturday, that's all. I, I feel you. I feel you. So, he'll probably go next, man. Why you ain't, where the music was at? Well, I'm not in a position to do music today because I'm doing this show in a different location. I'm actually sitting in a sauna. And I said, while well, I'm in here, I said, no, man, we just going to go live. It's Freestyle Saturday, meaning we don't have a, a topic. We just going to talk about what's on our, on our minds. It's definitely gonna be wrestling related, bro. Definitely gonna be, you know, they're just talking. We can, we can talk about, you know, what's going on in the business, what's not going on, you know, what what grind your gears about pro wrestling. I mean, there's a lot we can talk about. So you ready for that? I'm ready. Let's do it. Right on, right on. But first, gotta give a shout out to the boss man. Oh, Wesley McRoberts doing his thing at the toy stop. Our damn Mount Carmel, Illinois. Again, thank everybody who listens to the podcast, who's sharing the podcast. I've got some uh, compliments about the show. Um, I want to say one lady said she was looking to just listen to Jerry Lawless podcast, and we were the first name popped up talking about it. So I, right. I, I, I thought that was I thought that was dope right there, and she had other people listening to it. So I definitely appreciate that. But let's get into it. I'm going to tell you what was on my mind. And you probably going to roll with me on this because you've seen it just like I have. I got to get on the wrestling fans for for a minute. Because I know me and you talked about this many times and we've seen it and they do it everywhere. But wrestling fans, understand this. You don't have to woo at every wrestling show you go to. Stop that. Oh my God. Stop doing that. We, we we could be in a we could be in a drive-through show. Somebody won't win. We could be with three people in the building. Somebody won't. We could be in a whole nother promotion. And Ripley Pine never resident, and they won. I don't know who started that, but whoever started that, you need to you need to stop. I, I bet you it. know what the worst part is, Darnell. You know what the worst part is? They don't even know where they came from. Right. Some of them don't. They just woo just to do it. Yeah, Ric Flair. But see, the thing about that is, see, we grew up watching Ric Flair. We know the woo. You know, we yeah. knew that before they even knew. <laughs> so, I say just one person that woo, and everybody want a copycat. I, I, yeah. I don't get it. And they they'll do oh. it. It could be they could be twelve hours before the show. One person in the building, they won. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Oh, and another thing that get I'm I'm, I'm gonna stay on the fans for a minute. Then they probably well, please can, do. But but we we got we got to be real. I remember, okay. and this was a while ago. And I remember going to a WWE show. I believe it was a SmackDown show when they were when they were still doing separate shows. It was, in, it was in Biloxi, Mississippi, at the Mississippi Gulf Coast Coliseum. And I remember, and I, and I remember so much. I remember Chuck Palumbo. This is when he was doing the motorbike gimmick. He was just riding okay. around his motorbike. See, that's how that's how long ago it was. Oh yeah, his motorbike is all around the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. And everybody sitting outside waiting to get in, and there's always two people. For some reason, if I want to get, there'll be the two, but they normally in the front or they normally in the middle. All of a sudden, want to start cutting promos, and was bad about that. They don't even know how to do it. Right? Who started that? I don't know, man. Cause hey, I got one that's even uh better than worse than what you said. Go, go Check this it. one out. All right, we went. I think it was a raw show when it was down here in Memphis at the right. uh, FedEx Forum. Right. And uh, me and some friends were sitting there. We were watching. You know, I. You know, you was over there, of course, with your uh, son. Right, and uh, and this this guy was behind us, and he, you know, he commentated the entire show. I, I can believe that. I can believe that. And you know what he probably was doing? He probably was was streaming it. No, he was streaming it. He was streaming. He, it. This what he did. He, no, he was streaming it. What he did? He he was literally 
doing the whole match while we was back there. I mean, every match that come out, he commentated on it. Like no stream. Like you can't see it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And probably, again, and, and and you could tell, now a lot of people use the term wrestling marks. Mm -hmm. You know what wrestling mark means. I know what wrestling mark means. Mm -hmm. But some people, you you know when you go to a wrestling show, you know the marks when you see them. Right. You look at them and some of them, I ain't trying to be rude. I ain't trying to be funny. But you could tell the one that still live at home, but still live at home in the basement. Right. And that's all they get do. On the, right. Get on the computer and sit there and talk about certain wrestlers and this and that. But yet they'll come up in front of them and shake their hand. Right. And be 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 trying yeah trying to trying to hug up on them and trying to get autographs and try to sell the stuff on eBay, right? I mean, what happened to the old school fans? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about where the heels were heels, the baby they cheered the baby faces and booed the heels. Yeah, and that's another. I'm glad you brought that up. And you, and you see, get mm -hmm. galaxy. You see, we rolling today. I tell you, this is freestyle Sandy. There's no notes. We we just talking. We we it's like we sitting at the like we sitting how we used to sit in Hooters, mm -hmm. in Hooters get the chicken wings, have some beers, and just start, and we just go. We just go. That's right. Uh, yes, and, and yes, we are picking on the fans because some of these fans amaze me. Now, now the fan that I do like, especially during WrestleMania weekend. I said, you've been a couple oh. WrestleManias. I've been a couple WrestleManias. But that right prior to the show, they always had a little pre-show party, hanging out out the uh, arenas or the domes or what have you. Mm -hmm. I like the ones who go all out. When they when they, oh, dress, yeah. when they dress the gear, they go all out. I remember they had a guy, excuse me, when I say he nailed Macho Man, but he had- Is that, that what you think of what I'm thinking? No, this guy he had the but he he had the the loud color version, but back like okay. when Macho King was just started wearing the tassels and the cowboy hats. Oh, that one. Okay. Yeah, this 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 was New Orleans for me. I mean, he, he nailed it. I, I mean, he was doing. He did the whole game. I I thought that was him. Man, oh, I tell you, in oh. another one, I saw. Yeah, I know what you were talking about. I think I remember. Was it uh last year's WrestleMania a couple of years ago? Yeah, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And that's made 34. 34, yeah. And uh yeah, I saw so another macho man, but he dressed up like the 80s savage with the tights. He all he had oh, on was the cape and the tights and the boots. 30. I remember that dude. I mean that dress made 30. I remember yeah. that because he had the purple tights with the stone, the boot. Yeah, I remember that dude because he had somebody else. I couldn't remember what the other person wore. I think it was a yeah. Yeah, a savage. I think a flare. There was three of them. I think it was a flare when he had the the red robe with Ric Flair on the back. Yep. And I want to mm -hmm. get that robe. Why we talking? I, I got to get that robe. What they say is it Toys R Us, something like that? Yeah. It was, was it Toys R Us? And Amazon have them. Oh, they probably. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure somebody on eBay got. I, I got to get that robe. I don't know why, but I got to get that robe. Don't blame you. I would too. I, I definitely got a gear. Yeah. So yeah, we, we we had to pick on the fans for for a minute because some of y'all take it a, a little bit too far. Oh, mm -hmm. oh, I gotta stay on the fans. Oh, we got to okay. But we, I gotta stay okay. on. Okay. And matter of fact, I wouldn't even call these people fans. I just call people that just go just to go. If you mm -hmm. go to a wrestling show, forgive me, I'm wiping I'm wiping the sweat off. If you go to a wrestling show, at least have an idea of what you're going to see. Because I remember going to many shows, and I'm sitting next to people who are asking for people that's not even on the show. I remember, I remember this lady who kept asking for John Cena. John Cena wasn't even on that brand. Mm -hmm. Kept yelling for Cena. Where's Cena? She was. She was so mad. She was about to. Uh, and I kid you not. She was about to get up and bring her kid because she had bought a lot of kids. Was going to be her kid, niece, nephews, or whatnot. But mm -hmm. she was about to go because she wanted to see John Cena. And the and kid wasn't even there. He wasn't even there. Wow. And the kids was. She about to make the kids mad. Make the babies mad. 
that you want to see Cena like he was going to come all the way up to the nosebleeds and throw his shirt at you. Man, that's unbelievable, man. That's- oh, I, I can't do this. When I, uh, we should have kicked it off with this question. Uh-huh. I don't mind. I don't mind this at all, what I'm about to say. But there's a, there's a, there's a limit to this, you see. Mm-hmm. If you go to a wrestling show, where the tower, where the championships belt affiliated with that show, or that brand, oh, yeah. Because how many, how many times you seen TNA belts at WWE shows? News oh, to the TNA shows, right? I seen when we was at uh, AEW. I went to AEW when we was in South Haven. I seen a lot of WWE belts too. Yeah, I said, who he dressed? Yeah, he dressed like John Cena. Yeah. He had the world heavyweight, the big gold belt around his waist. And why does one person bring three or four bells with him? What's the point of that? I don't know. They just want to show out, I guess. I'm like, if that's the case, I could bring every belt I had. I'd be like Brian Christopher back in the day (laughs) with the wagon. Right. Just give me a wagon and just drag the belts inside. (laughs) I'm going to tell you a funny story because, you know, I got a, a custom New Orleans Saints belt, right? It, was, it okay. was the last game I went to, I believe it was last year. It was a preseason game. They played the Dolphins, right? Uh-huh. And you know when you go in, you get scanned with the metal detector. Mm-hmm. You know they wasn't about to let me in for that belt? Why not? She ain't no better. Cause she was like, I don't think I'm going to let you in. Why? Tell her because of that. It's a belt. Right. You well, she thought you had like a gun or something. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, I took it over. It's a belt. It goes with because I had the same jersey, my custom jersey. I had all the gear on. She literally had to call the supervisor. The supervisor tell him, well, "What is it?" He was like, what? "It's one of them wrestling belts." He was like, "Oh, let him in." Yeah. I, I, I she had to be new. She had to be new. be new. She had no. She she had no idea. I mean, everybody was loving it. I said it was out, you know, a champion square had it on. You know, people, people were loving it, taking pictures with it. I felt a little faint yeah. for a minute. Was, right. I get the whole time. Even the people behind me were like, it's a bell. All right. Like, that's me. <laughs> that guy ain't have a sip or two. If it, I probably would have got kicked. I probably would have said something. <laughs> probably, yeah. I probably would have, too. <laughs> But yeah, fans, yeah. I, don't, I don't know what, what's going on. I'm, I miss the old school fans. Yeah, I do too. I, I miss between them 80s and them 90s. I yeah. love, like you said, when when you booed the heels, you cheered the faces, regardless if you mm-hmm. like them or not, you still booed them. Mm-hmm. And Rick Rude got booed, he got booed. But at the end, he was like, man, that's my dude right there. Like, Ted, right. that's my dude. I'm still booing him. Right. We, we grew up watching those guys. We booed those guys, and we cheered the Hogan's, and and even when Savage turned up, baby face, we cheered Savage, like Ricky Steamboats and all those, you know. But then you look back at it, especially with the heels, you look back at it like, wow, he really did his job. You know, that's my guy. You know, at first, as, as a kid, you know, you thinking, man, you know, like Ric Flair, this dude is so arrogant, you know. He talking about women and cars, and he better than us, but when you look back at it, like Ric Flair was pretty cool, you know. Yeah, just like we like we talked about on one of the past uh, past podcasts about faction that talked about Telly Blanchard. Like Shawn Michaels right. said, Telly Blanchard was that cool bad guy. You right. love him, but you wanted to punch him in the face. Face, right? Exactly. Uh, I, I think I think we I think we had enough pick, picking on the fans. Yeah. And if y'all mad at me, I'm sorry, but some of y'all might go home and think about what I said because there is a thing called fan etiquette. Right. And one more thing. I'm pretty sure this, this little girl thing grew up, and this was years ago. I remember when this SmackDown show, girl put the sign up just covering all my face up. I mean, covering the whole ring, can't see nothing. And she holding it up like, like that and pointing like, I like that sign. It's right, like like it, for everybody. Gets and the upset. camera ain't nowhere near there. Right. Gets <laughs> upset because somebody told on him, and it wasn't me, by the way. Some when told, I told her to you know, put the sign down. Uh huh. 
and she got a nerve to get upset, a little young girl, and and then the mama want to get mad. I'm like, I'm like, they got people behind us. I don't want to see. I didn't pay to watch the back of your sign. Right, like the Martin episode with uh, Miss Jerry in the church. Yeah, I'm like, excuse me, sister. I don't want to be rude, but can you take that fruit basket off your head? So I mm -hmm. no, yeah, that, that she, she was a Miss Jerry. Oh wow! But it it wouldn't have been no. It she wouldn't have took me down. No, I wouldn't let her get the shot in. So sorry, I'm pretty sure you mm -hmm. older now, young lady, whoever you are. But you was wrong. Exactly. So now I'm gonna get off the fans. Love you. All right. I'm gonna get off now. What else could we talk about that that grind that grinds my gears? I gotta talk mm. about Jones. You remember them? Who that? Remember the Ding Dongs and WCW? Oh, the Ding. Oh my God! Yeah, the tag team. Yeah. I'm like, okay. I'm still trying to figure out what was the purpose of that, and who thought that they was gonna get over? Who 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 thought that? I guess they was. I, I don't know. This is just me, but I, I may be silly for saying this, but I think they were trying to cater to the kids, you know. Because think about it, they had a bell at the tag corner, right? Right. And every time they tagged each other, they rung that bell. Didn't they have them on their ankles too and they kept falling off? Yeah, they kept falling off. I think it was what Ding and Dong was their tag name. Yeah. That one was Ding and one was Dong. Yeah. And we still couldn't figure out who was who. Right. I'm like, what, what's this? The, this the broke version of this? Like if you ordered the Conquistadors, the gold suit on Wish, but that's what you get, that's what the Ding Dong. Mm -hmm. Right. That, that, that yeah, we might that. well stay on. You're right, because we might well uh, stay on bad gimmicks. Oh, no, I'll be, I, I promise you that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Like PN News. That's another one. Now, see, you I, know? I, I got to stop you. I like you got to stop me. I like PN what? News. Yes. I like PN Oh, come on, Darnell. Let me tell you why I like PN News. Oh, my God. Okay. I'm, I'm going to tell you why I like PN News. For that period, I liked him because he kind of felt he kind of fell to that moment where okay, got this big dude. He trying to now he trying to he he couldn't really stay on me with the rhyme, and I give him that. But he was entertaining to me. He was entertaining. I liked I like when he went on the top rope and did his splash, and before he landed, he hit the music. And all he said was "Yo, baby, yo." Yep, and he did a little rhymes every now and then. But I like it. It was just something about him. I liked it. Then he came down with Pepper and Spinderella one time. Well, yeah, that was cool there. I'll give you that. That was pretty cool. That was cool. Yeah, he had a nice little feud with uh, Stunning Steve Austin. Yeah. I, I mean, it's one of them ones you, you, you like when see, oh, me now, I'd be like, damn, that's goofy. But little kid me, he had the nice yeah. little feud when he came out. Mm -hmm. I mean, I I like PN News. Oh my goodness! I, I, I did, I, and I said I'm saying it live on the Get Snap podcast. Yes, I like PN News. PN News should have at least been a six man tag team champion back at that time. I'm calling. Well, I tell you this: since you like PN News, I will send you a link after the podcast because they actually have a shirt on eBay for sale. I saw it. I said, I you sent me that, and I saw it. And that's the same shirt that they sold in those old WCW magazines? Yeah, I, I'm the, glad. You know, the top 10? You remember yeah. that? Yeah. yeah. And I'm glad you said that, too. I miss the old WWF magazine. That's what they need to come back with. Yeah. I remember had I used to have stacks. Had the little posters, had stacks with the posters in it. Yep. Yeah. I, I just keep my little... My little side of my room, let me do the share already. My side of the room, and full of posters. I used to save my little money, or my grandma gave me some money. That's where it used to go. It used to go either go to PWI magazine or the WWF magazine. Mm -hmm. that, that needs to come back. That means they bought the ice cream bars back, but the problem with that, they don't, first of all, they're not like the originals. They like little squares, and they only put four in there. I can eat that. Four. Wow, four? They only put four. They're made by good humans, if I'm not mistaken. They're like the four and they square. They like to sound like the Klondike more. They they're not like on the stage like the old WWF ice cream bars. Yeah. That's crazy. I thought they had like six or eight in there. 
I mean, they, they need to bring those. The old WW magazine was cool, had the cool covers. Yeah. Like I said, had they had the cool posters and all that. Yeah. And oh yeah, Donnell. Matter of fact, I do have some old um from a friend of mine, he gave me some old WCW magazines right. that I want to show you later after, well, anytime that, you know, we hang out or whatever, right. I can bring them to you and I'll let you look at them, man. Cause, and also, on top of that, I also have programs from the late 80s in the Mid-South Coliseum. Really? Every program from the from the late 80s, I got those too. Oh, so that's dope right there. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to let you look at them uh, Whenever we get a chance, so and since we we stand on, we we gonna stay on bad gimmicks, cause there, there was many, there, there was there was so many. But what do you think? Of, uh, let's see, I'm let's see how I'm gonna put this. Now we mm-hmm. know the man as Spellbinder, right? Spellbinder, uh-huh. was Fantasio in '95. Yeah, did you like that? I, I thought that because he like yeah, he, I like Spellbinder. Yeah, I like Spellbinder. He he was different, you know. He was a wrestler that did magic, you know. Ain't no problem with that, you know. Yeah, yeah he, he was cool. And I brought that up because I, I was watching, you know, WW. It was just called like every week they'll they'll just do like a month for that year. So they did uh, 1995. Mm-hmm. This was this was the time when Barry Horowitz be skipped. And this was the day yep. that Fantasia, like I said, uh, I mean, the magic part of it was cool. I said, mm-hmm. he, he pulled the underwear, the one wrestler pulled the underwear off the, underwear off the referee. Right. But see, I like the Memphis version of Spell. I like Spellbinder, Spellbinder. Like, like Spellbinder, right. I like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't like when he became, uh, wasn't he shocked for a minute? He was shocked early, like when they went to Channel 30. Yep. He was shocked. Yeah. And I don't think he was in Power Pro as well. Yeah, he was, was in Power Pro. Yeah. He was in Power Pro Champion. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was Power Pro Champion for a minute, but that's when he he had the no makeup on. He was he was talking. No, that was yeah. a big boy. And that remember that one time you know, he had the, the sky sliner tights with the, yeah, super I remember that. Back the purple tight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that. Because he yeah, I, I had no problem with him. Yeah, and that was a dude I think you know should have got a bigger push than he did. <laughs> yeah, I mean because they, they could have really did really did some things with him. But since we on the gimmicks, if you remember this, I posted it and you probably seen it. Remember when WW had them goofy dudes dressed like the Ninja Turtles? Yeah, I remember that. <clears throat> I want to know who came up with. I, I want to know who woke up one day and said, "You know what? We're not gonna get sued, so let's do this." Right, I don't know who came up with that. That's crazy. We're not even gonna call them the Ninja Turtles. We're gonna give them real names and just roll with it. Because I, I know that they, they was hot in them suits. Right. I know. I bet they were. Man, I bet they were sweating buckets in them suits. You talk about him and, uh, in the half shell. I bet your career was in a half shell too. I'm telling you. And also, here's another gimmick. Oh. Uh, now, like I said, he was one of my favorite wrestlers in Memphis, too. Probably the, most, probably the best heel I've ever seen in Memphis wrestling. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of them. But this, the, one, the number one that I'm going to talk about right here is the Dirty White Boy. Oh, no Tony doubt. Anthony. Now, when they put him as T.L. Hopper, that disgusted me. Yeah. That, that really did. That plumber gimmick. And he could have been. Then, remember, he was Cletus, too, with yep. the Godwins. Yep. And that that I was like, man, they wasting potential on this dude here. Well, the dirty white boy was some serious. Those who have no idea what we talking about. Go yeah. back to the mountain. The late dirty white boy started out as a tag team, dirty white boys. Then he went out on his own. He had the dirty white girl with him. Whether he was over, he was over at the face and a hill. When mm-hmm. he became T.L. Hopper, I was like, see, this business, we talked about burials. That was yeah. the definition of a burial. Oh, don't forget uh, also uh, Tracy Smothers when he was Freddie Joe Floyd. Oh, Jesus. Now, ladies and gentlemen, 
See, we need to do <laughs> we need to do on Tracy. Because you no know, Tracy's been around a long time. Really, him and Steve been teaming up for a long time. Even the days and way before, you know, you saw him in W even WCW, they were teaming all the way back to the Alabama days in the early. Mm-hmm. So they've been teaming a long time. So he's he's been mm-hmm. a lot, and they pretty much were doing that Southern Boy gimmick way before it hit WCW. Oh, for him and Steve Armstrong teamed up. No, he was doing him and Steve was teaming. But they had the Southern oh, okay. Boy look. But they weren't the Southern Boys until they got the WCW. So they were doing that in the way before they hit WCW when they was down there in Alabama. Yeah. Wrestling. When okay. They, when they was working with Memphis a little bit. Oh, yeah, they mm-hmm. didn't you know, for a long time. But, yeah, you talk about Freddie Joe Floyd. You know, he has one of my all-time favorite gimmicks. Shaquille Ali, and and, I, and yeah. I'm gonna stick by that. <laughs> Even he had the yeah. What did he say to you when you mentioned Shaquille Ali to well, him? I'm gonna tell you how it went because went over and talked to him. But this was this was at a uh, USA Championship Wrestling show. So it wasn't that long ago. And mm-hmm. I, him, I said, I said, Tracy. So I gotta tell you something, man. He was like, he was like, what you got, bro? I said, do you know? You have one of my all-time favorite. No, I said two things. I said one, you have. I have. I wish I still had. I said I wish you sold this. I said remember your your thug shirt. I said you need to start selling those again. Oh, and, sell out some other shirts. Yeah, yeah, sell out some other shirts. I said you. I said I had that shirt for a long time. Folks, I can't fit it now, but you need to bring those shirts back. And I said, then I said you have one of my all-time favorite gimmicks of all time. He was like, really. I said, yeah. And I said, Shaquille Ali. And he just started laughing. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He was like, brother, you just made my night. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's good, man. Nice then. I, I was like, man. Cause, cause we, we, gotta, and then we talked about the nation. So we could do a whole show on that na- yeah. domination Memphis. And we might just do that and, and just break it, break them all down. Right, that'd be fine. Yeah. Shout out to Reggie B. Fine. Yeah, you know what, Reggie B. Since we on that, let's talk about Reggie. Like I okay. said, this, this, we we freestyle. You see how we just segue into something else? That's how we do on the Guess Now podcast. But Reggie B. Now Reggie, one of those dudes, wasn't a great wrestler, couldn't really cut promos, but for some reason he got over. Still trying. Now, why to- he got over? I need to ask you, what is a low budget? I guess he's talking about the poor people out there that ain't got no money. He he was the man. He talked about how he got gold and, and cars and money and women and all that. And, and, and so we talking about bad gimmicks. Which gimmick, which version of him you thought was the worst? I'm going to say, to me, was the candy man. Oh, my goodness. You went far back now. That about that. One was it, 91? About 90, 91, yeah. When he... When he wore those those candy cane tie hat, the 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 top hat and the jacket, and was just giving. Yeah, it was a baby face. I think I have a feeling mm-hmm. with your getting. Can, can I take a shot at it? Please do. Was it Master B? That's one of them. Uh oh, that's one of them. So I'm going. Yeah. Master B was one of them. I'm going to go King Reginald for the second one. King Reginald. Actually, that made sense. I give you that because, see, you know, Eddie Gilbert did it, right? Right, when he beat okay. Lawler. So, when he beat Lawler. So, anytime anybody beat Lawler, they want to declare themselves King. Now, King Reginald made sense. He was still Reggie B, but he was just wearing a crown. And just put himself King Reginald. He had Queenie with him. Yep. You know? And I remember that that funny it's, custom belt he had that was so funny. The the, the unified champion. Yeah, the unified day that's the unified champion. And yes, uh-huh. he, and for those that know, yes, Reggie B. Vine was unified heavyweight champion. Mm-hmm. I think it was on multiple occasions, like two or three times. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like that did happen, but, but Reggie was one of those. That was one of them. If you yeah. he was one of those guys, but you liked him or not. You couldn't help yeah. play right? But here, but you, it, it wasn't that one. But there's one more you missing. There's one yeah. more. We talking about Kareem Elijah one. 
There you go. That right there, that name, you know, you play Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and Hakeem Olajuwon, and you put it together and try to think that's it. I mean, it's African. Don't get me wrong, but that's I didn't understand that at the time. He came out with Kareem Olajuwon. With, yeah, with the guy. And here's the thing about that. Now, all them people that had these crazy names, Jay-Z and Woofie D didn't. Why couldn't you be like Vanilla Shake or something like that? Or, exactly. I, or, or something like that. Because I guess if they would have went to WWE, they probably would have uh, had to be that. But you know, that was you know it was they separated WWE from Memphis. So you know, at the, when they was in Memphis, they were the leaders. But when they went to WWE, they, they, they were, they, was they, the leader. That was the leader. Yeah. That got beat up the most. And since we own the the WWE Memphis thing, who thought it was a good idea to bring to talk to Memphis and make them heal? And this is around that Survivor Series time, and he won the unified title. Mr. Tonka cannot. I, I love the Tonka, but he cannot cut a promo. He's not a good heel. Mm -mm. He tried to. With I think he did a little bit better with the Million Dollar Corporation, which I can understand because you know, DB, nobody likes DiBiase, right? <laughs> so to T, they felt like he got manipulated. Tonka got manipulated. See, so he kind of made it work. But other than that, like you said, he's not a good heel. He he's not made to be one. And when, he's a Native American. And when he came to Memphis, he wasn't even in the Million Dollar Corporation yet. And he mm -mm. was a straight up heel, and he was still undefeated in WWE. Still had the red hair up top. Yeah. Cause they were they was calling, and they was calling that, and that was the time when UWA every big event they had a a theme to it. Right. And it was called like the end of the trail. Mm -hmm. I said, I, mean, yeah. I give the tongue credit. He did look good with the unified title around his waist. Then he lost his Survivor Series style in the Minnesota Coliseum. Mm -hmm. That's right. He lost their belts to the people they beat prior. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that. But... Uh, uh, do you remember? We I got to pick on Jamie Dundee for a minute. I said, good dude. Mm -hmm. you remember when he came... What if we were doing Mid South All Star Wrestling? Yeah. You remember when he came as the convict? Yeah, I remember that. He came as the convict because I, I didn't understand that. Well, I thought he was just going to be the PG 13 James. I guess he wanted to change, I guess, from yeah. being uh, JC Ice. He came up. I remember mean, when he came up, he was like, I'm Jamie Dundee. He said, We know who you are. We know who you And you remember yeah. that one match? I think it was for the MAW championship. It was the, the cowboy that I used to call him Red Dead Revolver. Uh-huh. I remember that with a yeah. roll up. I thought it was a snap, man. He lost. I yeah. mean, he beat him. I said, wait a minute. Is he gonna win with he that? Snap yeah, but it was a snap man. Right. I'm like, who went with a snap? I'm like, that must have been one hell of a snap man. He must have broke his neck or something. All right. That was crazy. I was like, that's it. That was the match. And then had the nerve to be short. I'm like, okay, stop the presses. Mm -hmm. And shout out to Casey though. Got, got like I said, he's uh one of the voices of USA Championship Wrestling. Check them out on uh, YouTube. Check out their page. Definitely check out their shows. They actually got one going on tonight. It started at 7:30. So if you're not there, you're probably gonna be missing out on a good show. Thursday nights and Saturday nights. Check it out. And is it next Saturday night? Jerry Lawler's 50th anniversary show? If you're not there, I, I promise you, on on September 27th, you're going to be crying. You're going to wish, because I'm, I'm I'm predicting there's the, they're going to be more to that than they're promoting. So if you're not there, you, you need to be there. Said It's limited seating because of social distancing. I know they want to use that whole stadium because if they use that whole stadium, they'll probably fill it up. Mm -hmm. I understand because of the COVID thing and they want to keep I mean, uh, people I'm, on social I'm, distance. They, they still so. pushing a thousand people. So that, that's still good for that. Right. But what all so they who's going to be there? No doubt. They say, what else is going on in the world? Now, I, I got a question. Mm hmm. 
You know, there's a lot of wrestlers, you know, they seem to have this mindset that just because they wrestle somewhere, let's just say they just, they, they wrestled on the indies a lot. Then when they try to get to a big promotion, they think they should automatically get pushes. Oh, that's how a lot, that's how a lot of them fall on their face. Instead of going right. there humbling themselves, you know, they go in with the, the mindset of, well, I was, I dominated this promotion. I dominated this city state. And then you go up and say you hit like NXT or AEW. Yeah. You know. At the end of the day, you got to be humble because paying dues, even though you're, you've been doing that, you still have to pay dues. You still have to be humble. You still have to uh, work hard regardless. I mean, they have veterans to this day still follow that, that, that moniker. I mean, yeah. Right. I give I, I use the Rock and Roll Express for an example. Now they've been around what a good 35, 40 years. Mm-hmm. They still do those. They still do the little small indie shows. They go out and wrestle, have a good time. You think they care if they win or lose? Nope. And, and that's my point. And, and it's good to have guys like them to try to school these new kids on the block. You, know, you, you, right. you gotta check your attitude at the door sometimes. Now, me personally, Mac, we never was like wrestlers all times, you know, we took our bumps here and there, we we managed, we commented, we did all those things. Mm-hmm. But one thing one thing I know you wouldn't do, I wouldn't do walking there and say, yeah, you know, we've been doing this over 10 years. You know, I know what right. I'm doing. You don't have to work. No, we, we wouldn't do that. Because everything right. yeah, is protocol. Right, protocol. And every uh, wrestling promotion is different. Yeah. You know. I mean, you, you, so, can't, you can't walk in trying to tell a promoter, an owner, what you going to do. Cause that's yeah, what, that's I never had doing that. And that's what, yeah. when, they, when they talk about the word shooting. And, oh, uh, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, do you remember this? You remember the Showstopper incident? Oh, how could I forget? Now, for those who don't know, now, we I just used the word shooting. There was a, a guy that we both know his name was a James Cantrell. We called him the showstopper. The big heavy set guy, you know, wasn't the yeah. you know the greatest wrestler and I'ma say kind of wasn't real popular with the boys. But you know they they yeah, worked, he, uh, passed on. You know, yeah. They worked with him. Yeah. He sure did pass on. Because I remember yeah, he, he was he was a he was a good guy and for a period he had turned heel. And I told him because he wanted me to manage him. But I said, mm-hmm. if you do this, you know, we're gonna you're not gonna you're gonna be the show, kind of like the big show, the other mm-hmm. like version. Never man, you're gonna you're not gonna smile, you're just gonna just beat people up. I said, I think if you listen to what I'm trying to get you to do, you know, you, it'll work. Mm-hmm. There was a couple of times he he did some foul crap. Oh yeah. First time. And for the record, I'm I'm not down in the dead. I just want y'all to understand something where I'm going with this. From the time when he stole the ring when we was doing the TAJJ tapings. Mm-hmm. Took the ring and he brought it to a high school that for a show that he was putting on. We didn't know that ring was stolen. No. And we looking for it. Cause like we saw the ring, but like I said, we didn't know we thought he had permission. So we didn't think nothing of it until the next day, we, we went and do a tape, and there's no ring. Right, because Adam Dunn was trying to figure out what happened to it. Yeah. He got didn't it even know. And then we're talking about the, the, the shooting situation, not necessarily with a gun, but this That's guy. That's we say in the rest of the business, yeah, shooting. Yeah, this guy yeah. went around, and, and, and help me out if I'm telling this wrong, I guess he was – Saying that he can get a lot of tickets sold for a show, it was an believe it was an MAW show if I'm not mistaken at the New Daisy. Mm-hmm. He promote. I mean, he was saying I can get I can this building packed. Da da da. It didn't happen. So he was in a match, and to make a long story short, everybody in that match just shot on him. They literally they could have they pretty much could have killed him if they would have kept going. They went straight hardcore. They was throwing straight. Real shots didn't they, mm-hmm. they could have killed him that night? Yeah, he had suffered a concussion, I could tell because he didn't know where he was at. 
And then they the, beat and, him down bad. And then it was recorded. I mean that that you know, I understand, you know, people do certain things, but the people that did it, which I'm not gonna name names, but the people that did it, you know, that that was kind of foul. It was number one, it was unnecessary. If you're gonna handle you know, something like that. You need to handle that behind the curtain, not in front of people. Because you have to be you, you have to be blind and crazy to not know that was that was real. And I under, I kind of understood why, because it's about respecting the wrestling business, which I get. You know, because those guys in there was was trained old school. You know, that's how you do it old school. I understand. It, you know, some people may not like it. Some people do. But I, in their minds, you know, it was their right. It was the right thing to do because of respect for the business. You know, you don't lie to the boys. You don't, uh, you know, tell them something and then don't deliver on it. You know, that could get you heat real quick. Oh, you know, yeah. you, can't, you can't make uh, false promises, especially with veterans like that. And that was way, you mentioned that word heat, too. That, it was way past heat. It, yeah, was, it, was, yeah, so it, it was volcano. If he was on fire, we couldn't put him out. Mm -mm. It's all to them. It's about respect for the business and about, you know, uh, saying what you, you know, doing what you're going to say you're going to do. That's that's all. That's the old school way. You know, some people may not like it, but, you know, that's that's what it is. You know, like we said back then when I saw, you know, it, it did disgust me because, like I said, it could have been handled different. Because, like I said, that could have killed him if they would have kept going. Because they went, oh, I mean, they was throwing, like I said, real shots. They was throwing mm -hmm. weapons on him. I mean, right. it could have been a point that that could have went bad real easy. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some things you just got to know, you know, was that a good idea? Because like I right. said, unfortunately, he did pass away. Yeah. I mean, I don't believe it was for that reason, which I don't think it, it was. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh -uh. But like I said, some things you have to you got you got to look at the big picture at the end of the day and look and look in the mirror and ask yourself, what if that was me? Because because we don't because I don't think they knew if what if his parents were there. I don't know if his parents were there or or relatives. No, like I said, they could have easily, like I said. All they had to do was get up, go outside. Because Memphis police was right outside. Mm -hmm. That, that could have went bad. So the reason I brought that up is because, like I said, like you said it, they were taught old school, and that there is a, a protocol, and you have to respect the business. I mean, if you couldn't do it, just say you couldn't do it. Yeah. Just say, you know what? I tried. You know, it didn't work. Here's the stuff back. You know, you don't want to book me. That's fine. Right, that's all he had to do, and they would have respected him. But since he didn't do that, that's what happened. And then, you know, and then it's all the, about respect. And then with the track record that he had, you know that that really didn't make it worse. So it is it's like one of those things. Like when you when you stand in a room, like if somebody calling you a room, you know mm -hmm. you know what's about to happen. So in his mind, I think he knew that was coming. Yeah, he knew what he was just. It was just fate, you know. Because you tell That's what he didn't do? He didn't fight back neither. Yeah, because he knew it. He knew it was it was uh, a There was no reason to. Because it would have got a lot worse if he did. And like I said he didn't a throw a I mean he took he took all those shots. So he got kicked in his head and everything else, man. The kitchen sink was thrown in that, yeah, no doubt. See, literally. So like I said, so. it's you, you gotta, you gotta know. I mean, Rod said all the time, you gotta know your role. I mean, he wasn't saying that, you know, because it sounds cool. I mean, there's, there's a lot of meaning behind that. Mm -hmm. There's a, there's lot a pecking order. There's a, uh, right. There's a pecking order. There's a, um, you know, there's a um, camaraderie. And and you and know, I, I even fell into that. If you remember, remember uh, the wrestler Jeremy Blaze. Yeah, I remember. Uh -huh. His mom, him and his mom had a promotion out there in uh, Millington, Tennessee. And me and you mm -hmm. went. Yeah. Me and you went to that, and I had some wrestling belts around my waist. I had one around my waist, one across my shoulder. Mm -hmm. She sent out two veteran wrestlers to check me on that. 
told me that's a no. Told me I was disrespecting, I was disrespecting veterans. I didn't understand that. That's and every time me, <laughs> when she came to the T, the TJJ table, she reminded me of that. Because the two mm. came up to me, yeah, they were, they were, I could say their version of the Hollywood blondes back then. I think they were more like an yeah. talent back in the day. Mm-hmm. And she told me that she was gonna have them literally take my belt from me, which that wasn't gonna fly. So that that was a little too much for her to say. But I wasn't gonna let that happen. But again, yeah, it's like every company is different. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. Everybody had their way of doing things. Like I said, I didn't see the issue with me doing it. I mean, WWE don't tell, don't stop you and say, "Hey, man, you can't wear that belt in here." Mm-hmm. I didn't understand that either. I mean, it, it lived with a big deal because now that I remember, we didn't even go inside. Mm-mm. It was outside. Yeah, I remember that. It was at the church, and we was in the parking lot, and we would we would just lot of gagging. Mm-hmm. And and that, and that happened. So, like I said, to me, like I said, to me, it wasn't a big deal. I I just played the game. Now, when they talked about taking something from me, that that's 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 a line. That's a line even I wouldn't allow. Yeah. Especially when you when you young and you trying to get your name out there, you got to do some homework. You may not like what a veteran tell you. But yeah, that's what that's what it is. Now. Yeah. On the flip side of that, if a veteran tells you, think about who that veteran is. Kind of get an idea of how his reputation is before you jump. Because some mm-hmm. veterans are not, the, are, are not the best to give advice. Because, number one, they're not going to take advice. Because a lot of them are out to burn these young guys. They, want, they say they want to train them, take their money, they don't do well. Yeah. And that's what they say. If you're going to get trained, do your homework on that person. Find out more about the school when you go there. Don't yeah. just take the name and run with it. Because one, if you do that, you, you're probably going to fail right off the bat. That's right. And, and there are probably people listening to this and they're probably like, well, well damn, I probably kind of killed the move with the, the previous topic. The previous name was talking about about the James Cantrell thing, but that's what happened. That's, that's what that's happened. what happened. That's the way it was. Yeah, the independent circuit, independent wrestling is a whole lot different than what you see on TV. And I say that because how many because wrestlers on the independent scene they put they taking down ring. Yeah, all these other companies got to yeah. for that. They got to. Yeah, they used to do that. They gotta go out after they wrestle, go to their gimmick table and sell their stuff. They got people to do that for them. Right. I remember when we, we started, we used to uh after the show, we used to sometimes even before the show, we used to set the ring up and tear it down. You know? Yep, to, and uh depending on where we was at, we used to pass out flyers, we was our own street yeah. team. Right, we was paying dues. That's what you do. That's called paying dues. And on that note. You know, I, I was always told this. You said, if you're going to pay dues, you need to pay attention as well. Exactly. Don't think because you're Cause doing yes. something. Don't think because you're mm-hmm. doing something that's going to mm-hmm. get you where you want to go. You still got to put that work in. And like I said, I'm not a wrestler. Right. I've, like I said, I've took my bumps here and there, but I never, other than that little one incident with me and you had oh, in yeah. that neighborhood, but Mm-hmm. I said we never went out there and had matches after matches after matches. That's not right. that's not us. But yeah, we still took notes and was like, okay, that's something we shouldn't do. That's something we shouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And like I said we've had a lot of veterans that we uh, had the opportunity to meet. Some are not even here anymore. Prime example: when when we was in TAJJ Championship Wrestling, when Moondog Spot came there. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um... Moondog, I actually refereed Moondog's match against uh, James Cantrell. And uh, he was telling me, he said, you know you know my gimmick, right? I said, yes, sir. He said, every time you, you look at me, I'm running. He said, that's right. He said, very good. And so he said, I'm going to beat you down. I'm going to hit you with the kendo stick or whatever. So 
I just went along with what Moon Dog told me, you know. And keep in mind, that was a legend. Mm-hmm. He probably was a legend. We, we, we talked about on the last show, we talked about straight badasses. That was one of them. Because I was there, right. I was there to miss out Coliseum. Matter of fact, I was on the floor. You wasn't with me that night when he died. Yeah, I remember. Because it was like, in a, I believe it was like in a tag team battle roar. And I remember I was on the floor right by the aisle. Yeah. And he was sitting in the corner. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't moving. Yeah. And they just kind of did, they kept the match going. They kind of just rolled him out the ring. And a few people kind of caught on to it, and a few people didn't. But when, and it wasn't even what, maybe an hour after that? Mm-hmm. He passed away? Yeah, about an hour later, yeah. I mean that that's that, that was that was that was yeah that was a moment because because you like I said you're sitting out there and you're looking and you're like is he okay because I mean he literally was not moving nobody wasn't touching him either but he mm-hmm. wasn't moving like he was doing the thing and boom just like the lights just went out he just slumped in the corner and that's yeah. one of those things when people say you know he died doing what he loved I I can I can agree with that in his case. Mm-hmm. That's he loved the, he loved the wrestling business. And that's why the Moon Dogs are still going. I mean, there, there's very more variations of them, like right now, but they're still going. They still have the same looks, and all of them still pretty much look alike. Right. I still remember the uh the little promo they did. They were talking about they were from Louisiana, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> Had to uh was it with uh carries a bone and got them fire red eyes. Yep. They said Cajun folks call them moon dogs and they rule the swamps at night. <laughs> yep. You talk about a team that will beat the brakes off you. Yeah. And you and they were they were I think if they if they were in their prime doing the hardcore division. Oh my goodness. Just no contest. No contest. And then when they were the USWA tag team champions, they were dominant. Yeah. I and still they, remember the, and they were the time where they was in uh-huh. They were baby faces when they was doing the uh the global thing. They did the storyline where they where their manager signed the global but took the USWA tag titles with them. Wasn't it uh, Richard Lee? Richard Lee. They tag yep. Richard Lee, yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, he used to blow that whistle every time on Memphis TV. When you hear that whistle blowing, you know the Moon Dogs was coming. Spot or Spike, uh, Rick, uh, Cujo, Ooh, it didn't matter. BP, uh, the big black dog. Uh, and yeah, yeah. There, there, yes, and there was a black version for those. I'm not gonna look it up. Yeah, he had a. There was one black Moon Dog. He was named the Big Black Dog. And he literally was that too. And he was the biggest. Yeah. If I remember, he was the biggest out of all of them. Yep. Had a female one, Moon Dog Fifi. And she was crazy. She went against Miss Texas a lot. Yep. And speaking of Miss Texas, I remember when she lost her hair in '91. Yeah. When her and um Tom, with her and Tom Pritchard, I believe, fought the uh-huh. dirty white boy and the dirty white girl, and whoever got pink uh-huh. and head shaved. Right. She literally and she came to Memphis TV, no wig, no nothing, fall head. <clears throat> and took it like a champ. Because people gotta understand back in the day, mm-hmm. Miss Texas, Texas Jacqueline, Queen Moesha, oh. whatever you want right. to call them. She was she was one of the pioneers back right. then, especially for the because there weren't too many female wrestlers to come through Memphis. But she was Mm-mm. Cause you had uh, you had your um, I think Sherry she came, came one time. Yeah, but she was more, she was more uh, in the manager state uh, by the time she came. Right. Oh yeah, don't forget the incident where uh, Jerry Long yeah, slapped yeah, Miss Texas on TV. Now, now let me let me say this she on that. You thought taste out Telly Blanchard slapped baby. Okay, let me back that up. Which slap was worse, Telly Blanchard slapping baby doll, or when Lawler slapped Miss Texas? I think the one where Lola slapped Miss Texas because when she he when she when he hit her she she went off the t- off the yeah, camera. She, yeah, she's she I didn't see her face after that in, in, in wrestling terms. Yeah, 
Right, and Tully Blanchard, he slapped Baby Doll too, but it wasn't like the, was, I mean, you can literally hear the hit, you know. Well, and then it was like one of them situations like, the screen, so, like, okay, yeah. when I hit you, Dusty, you come out. I mean, he looked like yeah, he the Dusty time came out immediately. You know, came out. Man, they hate each other's guts back then. Boy. Yeah, like they had one of the we talked about. If I could sit back and watch a robbery, that's the the robbery I would definitely, definitely talk about. But we are coming to the end. Man, that time went quick. Yeah, and you see man, it was man. We already was almost five. And, minutes. and you see what happened when, when you freestyle and you just talking. So it's like a round table. And I, I might just start doing that just, you know, because I can get a, a, at least five right. more people on this show and we all just start talking. We can go back to the old, how you doing WWE Network with the Legends of Wrestling. Right. And speaking of round tables, did you see the one where they had the nation at the round table? Yes. It was uh, Ron Simmons, Mark Henry, and the Godfather. You saw the one where he and gave, Rock gave him those uh, gold, the Rolex watches. That picture again, and for and then Ron said again, again. I thought that was a layer, and yeah. I should have known. They he all laughed about that. Definitely was funny. But yeah, I, I definitely would like to do some some round table discussion because yeah. I know we know a lot of people. You know, wrestling that's probably retired, but mm -hmm. got a, got a lot on their mind. Got a lot of knowledge. That they can spread on this podcast. So, you know, like I said, I got right. a couple people I do want to bring on that we both know real well. You know, a couple who have a to do it. You know, just they're just a time of thing. You know, because we all got lives, mm -hmm. we got work, we got sponsors, we got babies to take care of. So that's why, you know, people say why we just why we do it at all these awkward right. times. That that's pretty much the reason why. But you know, we, we get it out there. We glad y'all enjoying it. We glad that whichever right. platform you're listening to us on, you know, greatly appreciate it. You know, we, we post this on Facebook, on my personal page, on the Snap Custom Facebook page. We put it on the League Marks Fantasy Wrestling pages. Shout out to those guys. I mean, we're going to get it out there. Like I say soon, when I get time, I will have the Get Snap podcast on Facebook page for every episode. Even from the first one, we talked about the WWE Hall of Fame to this one and future will also be on there. So definitely get ready for that. But we're gonna do what we can to get this get this podcast out there. It's gonna be yeah, this gets that podcast, y'all. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be big. Everybody's gonna tune in to listen. Cause we're two wrestling fans that love wrestling. We grew up watching it. Yeah, to yeah, share yeah. with y'all is just it's about wrestling us. for no the doubt. wrestling fan. And even if you're not a big fan of wrestling, I promise you, when you when you hear people talking about it, and that's a lot of things you're like, man, did I really miss that? It's gonna make you go back on YouTube, make you get the WWE network and go back and be like, you know what? They talked about that. I remember that. And then all of a sudden, boom, you will mm -hmm. become a wrestling fan. Yep. But I but I, I tell since we kind of picked on wrestling fans, you know, we're having fun doing it. But I want to say this to all the, the 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 every wrestling person. Always go go look at the old school stuff. Go look at it. Go and see why we are where we are right now. Because back then there were a lot of people didn't have music. We didn't have Titan Trons. We didn't have the Pyros. We have what we have today. Go back to those those 70s, 80s, 90s days. You know, you just came to the ring, no music. When when almost every hill had a manager, good ones right. at that. And look at rivalries. Because you don't see mm -hmm. you don't see the rivalries today that you did back then. I mean, some people disagree with me on that, but the rivalries back then, they're not the same. Right. Like I said, a lot of those legends in those storylines have passed on, but their name mm -hmm. is still going as if they were here. So it's really, for example, just like Dusty Rose, people still talking about Dusty Rose. Dusty Rose been gone for years. I mean, his children are still going strong, carrying on that name, but go back and look at classic Dusty Rose. 
Go back to those days with Dick Murdoch when he was the Texas Outlaws. Yes, and for those who know, yes, Dusty Rose was a heel at one time. Dirty Dusty Rose. Go back and look at it. So what you saw, Mm -hmm. you know, with all those promos, you know, getting the crowd over, go back to how it started. And you'll definitely see what we're talking about. But that's all we got for tonight. We are we are done. That's but see, it. That's we, we're done. If we stop now, that means we got a lot more show coming All in the right. future. So, so definitely tune in. But for now, we're about mm-hmm. to roll out of here. I want everybody to be safe this weekend. Get ready for tomorrow. Watch a full day of football. Might even come on just talk about that just because. But for now, we're about to shut these doors. Darnell Sparrow. Antoine Smooth, this has been the Get Snap Podcast. And as always, Get Snap. We out of here. Peace.